Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, February 8th. U.S. equity futures are up small, so you have S&P futures up six points. That's about 15 basis points. NASDAQ futures are about unchanged for the most part. Uh, Dow futures are up 76 points. That is about 20 basis points. The major European indices are trading up about 50 basis points overall. We're seeing strong outperformance in in, uh, cyclical value groups, so that includes autos, Basic resources and financials, all those groups are up over a percent. Basic resources are up 3%. So those are the major global mining firms. And then tech in Europe is down 1%. Um, so you're seeing underperformance in, in uh, the growth momentum groups. Asia was mixed overnight. Um, you had Japan ended higher. The Hang Seng fell 1%. The Shanghai Comp ended up 60 basis points. So another Pretty quiet morning as far as big macro headlines are concerned. You know, the whole world is waiting for the U.S. CPI on Thursday. That is the only really important macro event on the calendar. Um, No major economic numbers this morning. No big central bank headlines. You did have ECB President Lagarde yesterday attempt to kind of talk down some of the concerns around ECB tightening. Um, not having a dramatic effect. You do have German 10-year bond yields down one basis point after coming for sale, um, but still obviously a lot of anxiety around the pace, not just of ECB tightening, but also US tightening. Um, you know, I think as far as pricing an ECB rate hike over the summer, it's probably a little bit aggressive, um, but clearly you could have the ECB raising rates um, later this year in Q4 at some point. Um you know, the March meeting for the ECB uh, will be very, very important. They're going to unveil new economic forecasts as well as kind of an updated tightening schedule. Um, no real important headlines out of the Fed. Um, on a couple of other uh, a couple other items to note. So on the Ukraine situation, you had a meeting yesterday between Macron and Putin. Um, Macron sounds relatively or somewhat more encouraged than before. So you're seeing a tiny bit of a de-escalation of tensions around Ukraine. Um, obviously, the situation is still very much in flux. Um, that mild easing of tensions, though, is causing oil to pull back from its high. So I sent around a piece last night just talking about the whole situation. I continue to think that um, you know the, the next likely step is more of a de-escalation rather than a further escalation. And I do think that oil has a lot of Russia anxiety in it right now, concerns that if Russia were to proceed with some type of an invasion, they'd have strict sanctions slapped on them that would impede uh, the country's ability to sell oil. So if you do see those tensions de-escalate, that would be a headwind for crude prices. You do see crude down about a dollar this morning. Um, We'll kind of see how things unfold. Macron is in Kiev today to kind of continue his uh, his diplomacy initiative. Well, again, we'll have to see what comes of it. Um, but that's kind of the situation on the geopolitical front. Uh, and that is essentially everything in terms of kind of the macro, um, as far as macro news is concerned. You had a lot of earnings out in the U.S. last night. You had a bunch in Europe this morning. Uh, BNP Paribas, Ocado. TUIAG, YAR International, all those names in Europe are selling off on back of their reports. Um, BP, the the uh, UK oil giant, that stock is higher on its earnings um, earnings beat, and they also raised their buyback. Uh, Peloton is in the news. So at 5 a.m. this morning, the Wall Street Journal cro- crossed an article talking about CEO change at Peloton. Also, the company will be cutting about 20% of its headcount, implementing other cost cuts. So that should take some of the M&A chatter out of the name, um, at least for the time being. So it looks like Peloton will attempt to kind of fix some of their own problems um, before 
considering any type of strategic alternatives. That's, I think, the implications takeaway of the Peloton news. Peloton is scheduled to report tonight. Um, you know, they could accelerate that to before the open, depending. We'll have to see, um, you know, if they want to get the news out, given the Wall Street Journal just broke it. Um, you had a bunch more earnings in the U.S. last night and, and a lot of other uh, company-specific news, including the collapse of the NVIDIA arm deal. I don't think anyone's really going to be surprised to see that deal fall apart. The odds of it getting approved were not very high to begin with, um, but I do think it underscores the difficult regulatory environment facing companies, especially in tech, as they consider M&A in this environment. Um, that is everything in the micro front. Um, just quickly on trade, you did have the U.S. and Japan strike a deal to remove some of the Trump steel tariffs. Um, you know, I think the market cares about tariffs to the extent it relates to China, but you saw a bunch of kind of negative headlines out in the last 12 to 18 hours around the China tariff situation. So I don't think the market should really extrapolate what happened on the Japanese tariff front to anything concerning China. Um, you know, if anything, the, the, again, the, the, the tenor of headlines around the U S China trade relationship sound a bit worse than they did before. Um, for today's calendar, the only kind of major scheduled events will be earnings. So before the open, you have uh, DuPont, Pfizer, Warner Music, uh, Willis Tower. And then after the close, you have Chipotle, Global Foundries, Lyft, Peloton, XPO, Yum China. Um, you do have Macron in Kiev. So we'll see if there's any more um, any more headlines about the whole situation in Ukraine. Um, and that is everything for today, Tuesday, February 8th. Uh, thank you for listening.